0: Do it. Yeah. This is Rosie Rose. Welcome to the Reborn Destiny show. You know, this is how we need to do it. what? Exactly how you tell
1: him. It provides him with the bastard takes in the air again. It's like wait for the wipe and then we'll talk about it. Dimitri is gonna be destroyed and gone. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <I am. laughs>
0: You know what? I just, it just occurred to me. I've never asked. I don't think. When I hit recording, does a little the chick tell you recording started?
1: Yes. Doesn't sound
0: so so super
1: started recording. Yeah, it's real <laughs> soft.
0: Just so you know, someone's listening. Oh my it? god! <laughs> All right. Well, today is Tuesday, May first, two thousand and twelve. I am Chuck you Farley. <laughs> What I like oh, sorry.
1: it. Check it you works.
0: Chuck you! Check you for, if you, if you, all right. I'll, on the first episode, for everyone that's never heard this joke because I'm old, you superimpose the letters from the first and last name. So you take the F and you put it where the CH is, and you put CH where the F came from, and it says something else. See? See? It's a beautiful thing. It is, isn't it? Alright. So this is technically the second episode, but the first official episode of Rum Heroes. And we are here because Keris made me. No, I'm
1: kidding. (laughs) Yes. I'm forcing you to do this against your will.
0: Sue made me. She said Sue said, uh, you're wasting your talent not putting any effort into your show and just being like, here it is, thanks for coming.
1: Yes, I was like a mom. Use your talents.
0: You're quitting. So I was like, all right, I'll ER myself over to the door, if mm. you say so. <laughs> all right, so, as I discussed once before on the very first, I guess, test show, show zero, um, the, that's what this is, maybe just about, uh, I guess, video games and what we're doing, interesting things in the news, and just our opinion. and hopefully it'll be funny and entertaining, people want to listen to it, hopefully. Of course. If not... And, and and this time, I hope I don't get so big that I talk myself out of an awesome website name. Because, God, that was dumb. Mm. Like, hey, let's get as popular as we can so we can't afford this web address anymore. Oh, and, you know, let's stop putting the advertising in. Because, you know, who, who cares? Who cares if you're going to make any money to keep the place open, right?
1: What if this becomes really popular? What are you going to do?
0: <laughs> well, they don't charge me for this, so. No. so that's what I'm looking at. This becomes really popular... <laughs> And I'll start giving away prizes and stuff. Beautiful. I'll be like, hey, thanks for listening. And such and such. You just won a new car, uh, from, car Mattel. from Mattel. <laughs> Mattel. Mattel. Alright, so let's jump right into it. Um we have switched from being a gaming guild to a game community. And That's right. we have we circumference uh Oh man, a lot of games. Looking at actually I'm looking at the Mumbles list right now. We are one, two, three, four, five games. We're spread across five games right now with an active community. Six is where there's kind of kind of an active community.
1: Yeah. Well we're just trying to encompass as many games as we can with the with the guild because I mean we started off in Rift, you know, and we have a bunch of friends there and we came from EverQuest Two and wow into Rift. And then um, these new games are coming out, and some people wanted to quit Rift to play these other games, and we didn't want to say goodbye to these people, so why not make Reborn Destiny a community so then we can encompass everything that we play um, and stay in contact with each other. And so far, it's been working out pretty nicely.
0: Yeah, and you know what? And then, um, and then we were going to have the, the addition, which we, I guess we didn't think through at the time, was that we would be able to add new people through osmosis, I guess. As we grew oh, yeah. bigger, we would absorb more players.
1: Right, definitely. Help me, friends.
0: Yeah, and we had that potential in Star Wars, but it didn't work that way because uh, a few key people in that guild are like, I don't, I don't know if we should invite new people. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, we we we'll won't invite new people. We'll try it ourselves. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's try it ourselves. And then. And then we kind of, you know, just were like, well, we're here, we're stuck, we can't afford momentum, the game is stagnated at the top, so... Oh, quite a bit of... quite a few of us left.
1: Yeah, I I don't really think that was a guild problem or a community problem as much as it was a game problem. It was, like, almost unavoidable, in my opinion, I mean...
0: So, I mean, the upside is that would have sucked for us to go in, absorb people through osmosis, and then just you know, just leave and be like, hey, we're gonna go over here and sit, and, which is some well, of us are. I'm not uh, most of us are actually playing Rift.
1: Well, there's still a beauty to that, though. I mean, we, we bring in new friends, new people, and even if a game like for instance the Star Wars thing didn't work out, they can maybe play Rift or play Guild Wars 2 that we're excited about that's coming out soon, and then we have these new people that we exactly. have. Our, our circle of friends has just expanded, which is really good. Now, we don't want to get crazy to where we don't know people, because I know pretty much everybody in the community. When it gets to the point of, I don't know who you are, that's when I'm like, oh, you might be too big.
0: <laughs> 3,000 people later.
1: 3,000, yeah. Oh, my God. What do we do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, so that's what we did. Like, uh, It came down to there is a... Uh, there's, there's a circle, like, you, know, you bring people into your guild, which is how we'll do it for now. We'll, we'll bring people into the guild on the game, and then we'll move people up from the guild uh, community to the gaming community as we see fit. You know, that, therefore having a personal connection with everyone that comes up into the circle.
1: Yeah, and, and the key factor to that is when we get into new games, especially the MMOs, because that's where you really have a recruitment opportunity I mean, uh, we make sure our recruiters have that whole quality control thing down. We don't just invite Joe Schmoe, anybody, into the guild because they want to be in it. We actually invest some time into the new people and see how they are. And if it turns out they're not going to work out, we let them know. And, you know, we got to let them go. <laughs>
0: which, which is funny. There's a great story about this guy who used to just... First off, not only was he God's gift to everything, but he used to make up... I mean, just make shit up right there on the spot. Like not even like oh I might have gotten some bad information like this guy you know I'll just I'll just use his name because really that doesn't really identify him does it he he is because of because of where he got his name makes it better he his name was Shepard and Shepard was uh, a name he picked obviously if if you're a fan of Mass Effect that's that's where he got his name and he picked all of his names from Mass Effect so this guy named Shepard used to be the guy who would wow run things. You don't know why running anything. Is when you're in an innocent, and you're like, "Oh yeah, let's do this as fast as we can, running ahead, blowing things up." And you know, not everybody's even in the in the in the dungeon or whatever with him already. So like, he's dying, and he's like, "Can I get a heal? Like, we're like, "We're we're not even there." you would be like, "Oh oh oh, I got this." And then we're like, "Okay, okay well, you you got it, cool." Then couple more minutes would go by, and he'd die, we'd come in, we'd have to res where he used to just start talking smack randomly about things he didn't know anything about, right? He'd be, he just have God's gift, because this is what made it funny. He was an expert on the source, because he works at GameStop in Canada.
1: <laughs> wow. He has so much expertise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's a manager at GameStop in Canada. And he, would, and he would get, like... He would throw that qualification out often. So he started his way up because he did so well in the, the circle the, the, of um, Star Wars Guild. That we moved him up to the community. And he didn't work out. When he got to the second filter, which is my bar, he did not last in voice. And he bothered people in other games. Like, he'd just be like, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, I played that game. <laughs> like, you could just see him sit there with his hands <laughs> on his hips, with a cape flowing behind him. Like, I am Captain Bullshit. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
1: Yeah, you, I don't know. You can really tell a lot about a person, how they interact in a group, and when they're in voice. And yeah, he did have that annoying edge, I'd have to say. I'm like, uh, who is this guy? I couldn't well, avoid, avoid his channel if he was in.
0: <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> so. What what it came down to was somebody. Um, first off, he's very soft spoken generally, uh, unless you get under his skin. But he approached him. He was the guy that invited him, and he walked, and he goes up to him, and he very you know gently, because he's very gentle anyways. He's a very soft spoken person. Says, listen, um, you're kind of rubbing people the wrong way, and you know this this is getting out of hand. We're gonna need you to tone it down again, otherwise you being here is gonna be a problem. At which point he says... Uh, yeah, you know what, this is a regular problem. Um, I guess I'm just gonna go. Thanks anyway. And D-Guilds himself! Yep. We were all stunned. We were all just floored. We were like, and he he kicked himself out? Yeah, it was weird. And I thought thought that version was was hilarious. Now, now, there's another version of, of recruitment filtering, which is the recruiter... Not gonna say any names, but there is a type of recruiter which is bad for the guild. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna write a name in here in the chat box, <laughs> and I would like you to to discuss maybe why that that name without using the name, why that name would be a bad what he what that particular person likes to recruit for amusement.
1: Well, this particular individual would not be good because he enjoys trolling. He enjoys riling people up, and he can spot another individual that's very similar to him, and they can have a good time and chat because they do. Then they can just fire up a whole channel, and because of that, that's probably not the ideal guildy that you want. Right. Especially, especially when I ask that individual, you know, what do you think of this guy? Oh, we'll get him. Let's do it. He's fun. He's awesome. We'll kick him in about a week, but let's go ahead and bring him in for the LOLs. I don't think so. He
0: he wants to bring it. That's what I wanted you to. Say that, so funny to me. He wants to bring in a guy he's planning on throwing out. He wants to, before the guy is... Oh uh, yeah, he
1: knows it's going to happen. And I'm like, look, yeah, I see this, and this is an avoidable situation, because I don't like drama. That is like the key thing in this guild. I hate it. It happens because we're in a community, it's going to happen. But if you can avoid it from the get-go, yeah, why do it? He's like, no, oh, no, let's do it, it'll be fun. Mm.
0: He's like let's have some laughs. Eh, let's have laughs. Him oh, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? No, no. Um the people that care are the ones that hang out here for the solace and sanity of other adult conversation. Totally. Oh my god. And then and of course I said adult conversation, so now he's getting to get dirty with it. And then yeah, it just it just degrades you. there. So there's no talking to it. But it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, alright, so what what games right now, um I'm actually not Playing anything. I'm playing Guild Wars 1, just unlocked the stuff for Guild Wars 2. A bunch of us are amped up for that, and we just did the beta weekend. Uh, We also did the Diablo beta weekend, and. Oh man, there was something else we were all discussing playing, I can't remember what it was. Secret World! Secret World. But that's since fallen away because we had to make a choice. Right now, Smart Money is on subscription-free!
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I mean, everybody's very excited about Diablo 3, Um, but it's a different game compared to Guild Wars 2. So right now, Guild Wars 2 and Diablo 3, that's where all the hype lives. And right now, everybody's talking about Guild Wars 2 because of the recent beta. And um, a good number of Reborn played the game uh, played the beta and had a good time. I don't know anybody that had played the beta that said anything bad about it, per se. So, um, yeah, we're pumped up, and we're looking forward to the next beta, because we're assuming there's going to be another one, because um, there were certain things that were locked in the game. Uh, we only had the choices of three races versus all five, things like that.
0: Okay, I had a complaint. NCSoft, if you're listening, which yes. you're probably <laughs> not. I had a complaint. Yes, I you got, did. I got stuck on a server... Away from box. all of my friends. There was a warning! And that warning was not clear enough <laughs> that I would never be able to leave this place again because it mentioned the stupid guesting. But guess yes. what? I can't go guest with my friends on Brita Weekend!
1: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a sad situation. Basically, CB was not on the island. And it was what's worse!
0: They, you remember they <laughs> later they opened up transfers? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah! Except the, trans- the the server you guys were all on got marked as full, and we couldn't go mm-hmm. there. Yep. I was furious.
1: Yeah, I, I can't even imagine how upset you were. But, I mean, I think, like, well, there was a couple others that joined you, though. You were able to group with someone?
0: Well, alright, th- this is what happened. Me, Sarisia, and Kiker all ended up on the same server, because Sarisia picked a server... And uh, Kef was on that server, and Kef had told me that the handlebars and Simmons were on that server. And I'm not gonna lie, I am a Simmons bitch. Like I, if Simmons,
1: Simmons wasn't on that server though, I know that's you the worst were missing part of this okay. story. <laughs> <It's>
0: like what? <laughs> I will fall if they were like, hey, Simmons is playing this whole new game where um you put you reach into poop and you look for um, pennies, and I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'm God. there. Let's do this. <laughs> me and Simmons poop penny all day long, and. I would I would play anything with Sims because I enjoy his company. He really he really is like enlightening in, in, in my day. Even though there are occasions I know I irritate him, but you know he's very very laid back and civil about it. If I get yeah, nerves, very extremely. He's like, well, uh, I'm gonna go uh, take a smoke, and that smoke takes a little longer. And then I think, hmm. and if you ask him, if you ask him, you're like, i you taking. He's like, no, dude, you're just, you know, you're you. It's always this is this is the Simmons. will tell you the truth though. Yes, this is the Simmons breakdown of 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 telling you you're an idiot without saying the words. I think you're an idiot. Simmons breakdown works like this. It's very simple. Well, no, you're you, and I <laughs> I realize that he's been, and I always i always sometimes when he gets those. Zen moments, I almost expect to hear him follow it up with, like, he lets go of his key and he's like, Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like the Zen master. So, th- I really appreciate Simmons. Simmons is one of those guys I- I'm i just so grateful for. But yeah, yes. I went and I was like, I'm gonna get on the server, Simmons is there, we're gonna do this. Nope. Nope. My handlebars was there, Kef was there, so it was okay. And, you know, and, and Kiju was there. He's not bad. Of course, we never did anything together. He just like... Kieger gets into this, like, let's do this kind of mentality. Like, let's do this! And then he runs, and there's no... <laughs> there's yeah, <totally>. no... <laughs> In between. He's like, oh yeah! So yeah, I like I liked Guild Wars too. What'd you like about it? Tell, tell me what your highs and lows on it.
1: Oh, well, first off, I just thought it was a beautiful game. I mean, it's just pretty look-at. Um, with my PC and everything, I'm able to play it, you know, full... I can go all the way with the graphics and it doesn't slow me down so it was just a gorgeous game um I love character creation I I don't know maybe it's just because I'm a girl or what the deal is but I love character creation and I spent a lot of time just messing around with that you wasted
0: your first day on that right (laughs) no
1: (laughs) shut up maybe like you know an hour or two I don't know I just made a whole bunch of different characters and played with the different races so yes I loved it it was great but um so that's really fun you can be really unique in the world um I don't know. I've never played the first one, so it was kind of new to me on how it all worked. Um, but I enjoyed the gameplay, uh, how you change different weapons and that would affect the type of spells that you use. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, we did. I did group with Dre and I did group with Simmons. We all got together and we did a bunch of those like locational quests with the hearts. I don't even know what you call those things, but they're like little events. Um, and there was one place I, where...
0: I think you nailed it. I think they're called Location quests.
1: Are they? Okay. So we were at one of those, and we were just being... It was like an onslaught of mobs just coming in, and I died, and everybody's dying everywhere. I think Trey was the only one that didn't die, because he's Beast. But uh, we were able to get through it, but it was a lot of fun to do, and I got to see some of how the, the grouping works. The only thing I wish I would have done was the world versus world, and I just... You know, I was too busy doing other things, that I didn't get to that part yet.
0: Oh, God, I love that so much.
1: Was it? Okay, because that's... I'm really looking forward to it. We
0: were... We were talking... Okay, this is the worst part. So, they thought... All right, let me break this down. I started out on the server I got stuck on, right? And they all knew I got stuck on that server. When I found out that Simmons and Kef and Kiker were on this other server, but Simmons wasn't actually on this server, I moved to this other server but they didn't realize i had moved to it so in their world versus world i was playing world versus world they were playing world versus world and they saw the original server i transferred to the name on it and they decided hey let's meet up and beat the crap out of each other in this you know this center area and i was like that's a great idea so For i real? get there and there's no and, he, and he's like he's like well I you know we talked for a couple minutes and he's like what's the name of your server again and I was like well I moved to such and such because I thought Simmons was here and then this voice because this is what Dre is good at and if you ever listen to Rift Runners you'll, you'll know how true this is he's very dry he's very very dry and he goes you thought Simmons was on the server with you I was like yeah and he's like but you're going to meet Simmons and me at this location and then you know, yeah, it was like that. That moment with that pause, like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and so, I was, and then I told him what server I was on, and he's like, that's why I can't see you. We're not fighting that server. So it was, it was three servers, one against each other, one against each other for uh, control over um, different areas. And then what you held in the world versus world made a difference in um, your your world, your PVE experience. Because you got better bonuses.
1: Does it affect the guild, or does it affect the whole server? So if, like, your server's winning, does the whole server benefit from that?
0: Yeah, well, if you're... Let's say your server's losing, but you're holding X amount of keeps. Which is why, even if you're losing, you want to participate and just hold one or two things. Because it'll give you some bonuses... Uh, to, to your to your server, you know. So let's say you know you're you're the on the bottom rung you're, of the three servers. You're doing the worst, but you're still getting some bonuses. The one on the top, though, is like they get. I think when I looked, because um, on my server, our server was the top by big leaps and bounds, and we were, I think, plus ten to all of the crafting or all of the harvesting skills. We were plus 10 to something else. I think it was XP rewards and money. But, I mean, that's huge!
1: So, that affects the whole server, so you could not PvP at all and still get those benefits.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So,
1: with Guild Wars, can you, like, server hop?
0: Um, well, you can. But, there is a catch. It costs you these gems... Eighteen hundred right. gems to server hop, and gems are purchased through the gem store with your credit card.
1: Yeah, the in-game currency or whatever.
0: However, it's not terribly expensive to move.
1: I have, What about this question? Uh, maybe you know? Can you have? Because it's all everything's all on one account. Like you were just locked that server that you chose. Right. You couldn't create a new tune on another server. So. Like in other games like WoW and EverQuest 2 even Rift, you can make other tunes on other servers. Can you do this in Guild Wars? Negative. So you only have five tunes with five slots to make five tunes on one server. You cannot have two different servers that you play on.
0: That's right. Which means ultimately you can only have five tunes. Now just now that and I'm not you know, I'm not picking, but really that's a realization you're just coming to now, right?
1: Well I thought about this the other day, but yeah.
0: But see, and it it didn't even affect you while you were playing, because you weren't like, oh god, I'm only limited to five slots. You were like, Oh man, this is awesome, I got five slots.
1: No, I was actually feeling that the first the during beta because I was making so many different tunes of because they have eight classes, correct?
0: I wanna say yes. So, let's just
1: say say it's eight. They roughly have eight classes and only five slots. And what if I want to play all the classes? So, that's why I was like, this is odd. I only have five spaces, five tunes, but there's all these different classes. So, I'm like, oh, they better give us some more slots.
0: Right. And in that moment, like, all of a sudden, it's claustrophobic. It's like. It is. Totally. Holy crap. What? How can I. I I can't just live with this. Okay. Another solution that the gem store will offer. I don't know if it comes with launch. Eventually, you will be able to purchase additional character slots.
1: That's what I figured. I figured that's what they were going to do.
0: Nuts! Now, I don't know if that is... I'm assuming it would be. But I don't know if that is just to your server. So, I mean, I guess... I mean...
1: I would assume so.
0: A premium service in the in the, in the realm of the imagination is that you could have your home server... And then you could have a set of characters on a secondary server. Well, you
1: that, know, you, you know. Yeah, well, even though that was available to me in all those other games, I only stayed in one server and filled the slots, but it's usually like six because they have six classes or they have enough to take care of it. So that's what I found odd, and that's probably how they're going to make their money.
0: <laughs> Things right. like that. And it's good, though, because at first you don't feel it. At first you're like, excitement, you know, it, it, uh, what does that mean? Uh, exuberation. And then, you get in the game, you're playing, you're feeling stuff out, and you get to the point where, I gotta delete one of these guys, they're running out of room. And you're like, I can't even go to another server. This is all I've got! Oh my god, I'm trapped! And then, you know, that, yeah I totally already committed.
1: That. Well, I felt that in the beginning, because I already filled up all five slots, because I was just messing around with the tunes and different classes, because it was beta, I wanted to play all these. I didn't want to delete one just to play another class, I'm like, wait a minute, uh, oh, I'm, fall.
0: I totally did, because I got, I got my son to try it out this weekend, because he's planning on buying it. And he didn't buy in time for the beta, and he didn't want to run out, and he didn't want to rush out and be like, I'm going to buy it and play a beta for two days. He was like, no, I'm going to leave some of the mystery. My son is odd. I want to put that out. My son is not the normal kid. He, he really he's is. He's He's really mature for his age. And he was like, I don't want to rush out, spend $60, get the experience in two days, and then have that have that new feeling not as fresh when I get the game. And I was like... That's very valid. I mean, I only got
1: to, like, level 8 or something. Yeah. I was just told around each class because I don't know really what I want to play.
0: I The only reason I got to uh, the level I ended up getting to was because I went through all of the starting areas, like, because um, I was playing Ranger. I went through all of the starting areas looking for pets because I wanted to unlock as many of the pets as I could to find their locations. And that was just, you know, scouting for the following, because I really don't know what they all do. I know what a few of them do and how they function and what their purpose is, but apparently um, in reading, all of them have some sort of, you know, key play style purpose. Yeah. And then you have, uh, you can switch them out like weapon sets, which is awesome, by the way. You're like, oh, Snowcat's down, Scorpion time, Psh! And then this Scorpion goes out and just immediately starts <laughs> fighting for you. And I, I really like that aspect of it. But yeah, that's, that's the only reason. I made 13, but only because I was doing that. I was roaming around looking for pets. Let me think what else we did that was kind of interesting. We did the Oh, the end of the... I pulled a prank on somebody and a prank I pulled on me uh, at the end of the event thing, the, the night they closed it. Um, we were... <laughs> we were all struggling. I, my youngest son had gotten up in the middle of the night uh, the night before. I had been up all day. I went to go drop him off at his mother's house. My wife had to wake me up while we were at my ex wife's house because I died falling asleep. And we we went back, came home. I was exhausted. And when I get home, Ceriseus puts up this message Uh, There will be an event at 2 a.m. my time for the closing of the beta. Be prepared. I was like, Oh God, I'm not prepared. But I decided to struggle it out. In the meantime, Keeker was in there with us, and Keeker was getting kind of tired. And before Kicker logged out, I decided to just kind of go for broke and say something ridiculous like, "I was like, it wouldn't it be great? If the event is well, Triscy. He's like, oh, I'm gonna sleep. Triscy gives him the, uh, you know, oh, it'll probably be nothing. It'll probably just be they spawn these mobs and we're out killing them, and it'll just be a lot of running around and killing things. Don't worry, you won't miss anything. And just before he logs out, I was like, wouldn't it be awesome? if you found out that they spawned a bunch of dragons with bind to account weapons and we all got to keep these awesome weapons for launch and he leaves (laughs) and 20 minutes later he's back (laughs) yeah we go into the thing and I um and he's reluctant to admit this because this is how he is but I started making uh comments like we we were back and forth like telling each other where stuff was going on what our what our servers points were up to, you know, things like that, because there was a score at the bottom and what score we were at and all that. And then we said, you know, we're looking for the next phase, like what's supposed to happen next, and nothing happened next. However, the the actual last boss was this legendary fluffy white bunny. And if you're a fan of Holy or The Holy Grail by Monty Python, that that it was it was hilarious. This thing was oh, like nice. one shotting people. He aoe and took a few guys out. It was hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, uh, so uh, we, were, we were cracking up. Plus, what's really nice is everybody in Guild Wars can res. And you get, and you get uh, experience for doing it. I
1: call that tummy rubs.
0: Because that's what it looks it, like. Because you put
1: your hand on the ground and it's like a little circle. I'm like, oh, It'll somebody right. can rub my tummy.
0: It'll be okay. <laughs> we'll just push, exactly. this, just push this out and sell your tummy, okay? It'll be <laughs> alright. And then you're like, you're right. You're right. I can do this. Let's do this. So, follow <laughs> You know, and you hop up and fight again. So uh, it was really interesting because we, not only were there lots of people resing them, but again, like this legendary bunny, which is a kind of hard to target, and b just kicking the crap out of anybody that gets too close to it was was funny. But then the event didn't end; like there was still like we were still getting points for these bombs. So we all start running around. Now, how I got pranked was somebody figured out how to mark themselves as a squad leader claimed to be a dev and then started leading us around. His name was Urziah on our server. Her name was Urziah from the Sinister something guild. But anyways uh, we go running around and um, she's leading the pack and we're all following her and then all these things that are first really hard to kill are suddenly just melting as this like 100, 200 man wave runs by them shooting. Okay. And it was, first it was an epic feeling to be a part of something that big (laughs) running around a video game, but then um, somebody made this joke, and we happened to buy it, I knew he was lying, but I saw that it worked on all these people, and I decided to use it, and this is what it was, this is a prank. Uh, There are dragons incoming to Crossroads, and immediately, kick your keys up, (laughs) and goes, where? Crossroads where's Crossroads? I was like, you see that thing in the middle? And he's like, yeah. I was like, they're coming there. And, he, and then he's like, no, there's no dragons. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the next thing I hear is, there's nothing here but a bunch of moa birds! And they're and they're <laughs> killing me! And it was funny. It was so funny. And, uh, but that was it. You know, we had a good time. Um, at the end of the, the run, the reason I found out the Urzaia's guy wasn't a dev was because he's like, hey, thanks for following me around. Uh, look us up at some... Um, website i can't remember the name of them on purpose but we'll just continue to use this weird voice and uh and i was like oh man and it was funny because i just got trolled like for the entire event i was getting you know still
1: well you were grouped up having a good time Either yeah. way,
0: yeah so in, in the end truthfully it was it was good stuff so and then uh, diablo oh my god that was awesome
1: See, I didn't play the Diablo beta. Um, that one is not as free-flowing as the uh, MMO, the Guild Wars. So I, I want to wait until that comes out before I do anything with it.
0: Right, because you don't want to ruin the really storyline. right. Once right, it's gone, so, it's gone.
1: Yeah, once it's done, it's done. So I didn't even try the Diablo 3, but I am very excited for it to come out.
0: Here's the best part. I can't tell you anything that happened in that story. What I cannot remember I was so amazed by all the crap I could do on that Witch Doctor. I was just like, yeah, look at this. Look at that. Ooh, try some of this. And then I, you know, I did, I don't know, maybe a total of maybe six hours playing it because I had had a big weekend that weekend. But I was so excited at the end of it to play that now I'm chomping at the bit because May 15th is, well, officially 15 days away. It's here on May 1st. Hey. So, um, the other—I think another game I've—I've I've been playing a lot of is Tribes. It's free. It's a first-person shooter. It just came out. And, you know, I like—I like free, so you know, it's not too bad. Free is
1: good, and that's why I'm liking the Guild Wars thing, and because you know, no monthly fee. Yeah, I don't feel guilty. Fee. And there's no like quote-unquote raids going on, so you can't be behind in gear. You can just play whenever you want and get back in. Yeah, I
0: like—I like the system: the auction house, the new cash auction house. For Diablo, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Because if it works, and they get a cut of all the cash transactions, and they make just as much money as having a subscription system, we could be looking at a whole new era of MMOs. Hmm. So, yeah, i will to see it. I'll have let's to see so. it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk about some of the we, we picked three news articles from uh, SourceFed because Kara doesn't like me to make a read right before the show. And I, I know, right? Not entirely fair.
1: That's so, not um,
0: fair. we do Norse Fed. And they're sourcefed, Fed and Norse Fed. I don't know. Yeah, there are a bunch of Swedish dudes, giant Swedish dudes reading news stories. That sounds
1: good. That works. Uh,
0: welcome to Norse Fed.
1: <laughs>
0: I have an axe. This is your news. I, I, I think he might have gone Russian. I'm not sure. Yeah, is, is that
1: Norse? Yeah, really? Yeah. I don't know.
0: So, okay. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we use SourceFed um, It's owned by Philip DeFranco Which we're both Big fans of So mm-hmm. I I will promote His shit till the end Of time So uh, here we go So we got three stories I'll let you pick Which one you want To talk about first
1: Let's go ahead And talk about uh, Hulu
0: Alright Hulu. Hulu Hulu I do this By the way I have Hulu And Netflix I do not use The cable At all And I'm actually To the point Where I'm considering Just cutting the Cable service off And just having The internet
1: See we use Netflix And we do have Cable we See, don't you know, use Hulu.
0: I never use Hulu. I don't use Hulu for... Or I, I use Hulu. Sorry. I don't use cable. I use Hulu and I use Netflix constantly. But I never go and watch anything on cable anymore. Which is the problem. Ultimately, that will kill television because you're not watching television. You're watching internet. And they don't make shows for internet. Well, they do, but that's called YouTube. And Hulu is is so successful that it's selling itself out of a job. So that's the way they decided to fix that was they're gonna make you verify your cable service to watch certain shows.
1: That's interesting because you're, to be honest, you're the only person that I know of that would give up their cable and just use Hulu and Netflix. There's Vig. a lot of people that. Vig is one. Okay, yeah. see, I don't know many people that give give that up, but see, I have two young ones and they just like TV, you know, our cable. They don't watch a lot of Netflix or anything like that.
0: Right, my daughter's old enough that she can um, she can run the... the we oh, actually okay. bought her a Roku for her room, which is a little uh, internet media player that she can do Netflix on in her room, so she just watches kids shows back to back. And there's a lot of stuff on there that's inappropriate for kids, she doesn't give a crap about that. If it's purple, it's shiny, it's covered in ponies, she'll watch that. Sure, you know? sure. When they start making the softcore porn with this purple and shiny full of ponies, <laughs> I'll worry about it.
1: Oh, Please. Well, so you think, are you thinking, I mean, do you agree, do you think that would kill television? I mean, isn't there something to watching a live show, because, I mean, they have to do all the recording and things, so you would just sift through it, pick a show and watch it without watching it first on TV?
0: Well, I made this argument a while back when TiVo was big. Remember when everybody T everything? Don't tell I me like, I got TiVoed. vote
1: I like tivo vote
0: Don't tell me I got a T vote. And people were worried because no one, TiVo first off cut out the advertisements, Mm -hmm. And so people would uh, TiVo it, and then they'd watch it later with no advertisements. So people wanted, uh, the advertisers wanted, the sponsors wanted to be able to see who was watching it through their TiVos and who was actually watching it live. Because, or the original air broadcast, because that made a difference in their revenue source because fewer people were actually seeing the advertisements they were paying to have it in the show. Which, you know, ergo, pays for the show itself. And, uh, I do think that's where Hulu may be. Hulu, you know, if you as they say in it, I have seen that stupid gecko like nine million times <laughs> now. But... I, you know I I, I, don't, I don't try and skip it I watch it you know um, they ask me which ads I like the most I love the mayhem ads those are some of my favorite ads of all time
1: good ads mm-hmm. and
0: if there's a mayhem ad and it asks which one of these is my better viewer experience I always pick mayhem I love the mayhem ads and you know so there is some advertising but ultimately it it pays for Hulu not the shows and I think that could ultimately kill In the content that Hulu is currently selling you now because, you know, they're owned by a bunch of companies. Hulu is. But ultimately, those companies won't make enough money to be companies anymore because their shows aren't actually pulling in revenue. And unlike cable, who gives them a cut, like, you know, ABC Family, for instance, you know, you get that on your basic cable, they get a chunk of change uh, for you having that on your cable service and watching it.
1: So wouldn't Hulu be killing themselves if they continue doing it then?
0: Yeah, so if they keep it this way, yeah, they're kind of cutting their own throats. Right, right. The reverse of that is they're kind of cutting their own throats because they're not a free... Even though they're not now with Hulu Plus, they're not a free independent. They're like requiring you to A, pay a fee, and B, have a cable refiner to watch things on your portable devices. I could see how that could be problematic. I mean, look at at it from the aspect of Netflix became really unpopular with a bunch of... um, networks because they started bidding against these people that wanted to buy this show with Kelsey Grammer. I can't remember the name of it now. But there was this new cable show that that was being pitched and there were I think stars was bidding on it. They were bidding on it and stars you can watch things on Netflix through or on stars through Netflix and the stars get you know a chunk of change every time you watch something from their cable listing. Um much like cable, but they decided that since Netflix is going to compete with them in their their own market, they're going to pull their uh, programming Ooh. from Netflix. Hmm. And that same concept comes to air, which is you know now a lot of networks are very unhappy with with Netflix and how is Netflix going to get you know late content on their streaming? Because really, most people, I think, I think I read somewhere seventy percent of the people that use Netflix. And this is old, this is like almost a year ago. Seventy percent of the people that use Netflix uh, only use the streaming and don't order DVDs.
1: Yeah, we just recently switched to that, so we only use the streaming, no DVDs anymore. But the thing is, we probably use it maybe once or twice a week. We don't even use it that often. Whereas I know some people daily are on there all the time oh, yeah. watching okay. everything, and they've like ran out of things to watch because there's only certain things there that you can get.
0: If you're a documentary junkie, I mean, there is nothing better than Netflix. <laughs> the um, have you ever heard of TED Talks? Mm-hmm. TED Talks is this um, this great thinkers like they, they, they come together and have talks about new ideas and technologies and education and uh, on the on the subjects. I'm I'm not real clear what TED stands for because I can't remember right now. And I'm not going to lie, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've been having a lot of health problems, so I'm on enough pills to knock out a horse. So <laughs> I'm a little unclear on my recall, but they're very good. They're like just these people that are that are professionals in their area, and they talk about things like um, the cybernetic prosthetics that are uh, on the horizon, and they're researching. Um, the, uh, the guy that came up with the... Uh, the cure for cancer, the, the, the thing that actually attacks a special-shaped, um, I think it's a special-shaped sugar or cell type in cancer cells. He They discovered it, and they're, they're seeing it as a possibility to cure cancer. And they just talked about the, the lady that lived in the biodome for 17 years, the two biodomes she did mm-hmm. a whole thing on there, and, and her thing was amazing, because she said the first thing she, she felt when she came out of the Biodome, and people were hugging up, you know, coming up and hugging her, they hadn't seen her, she missed these people, was she literally began to gag. She was so nauseous at how bad the outside world smelled hmm. than inside the Biodome. And I, I was just floored by that, and then she explained it. And it's just all these really interesting eye-opening things that sometimes I feel like listening to this makes me smarter. So, but yeah, and even, like, you get on Netflix, you know, and that's, it's one of those things, like, I probably would have never even heard of if I hadn't found it through Netflix.
1: Huh. I'll have to check so, yeah, that out. It's, it's interesting.
0: <laughs> the Elmo thing! You remember the Elmo thing? I watch? haven't
1: seen the Elmo thing. Dude, I just don't not have time to watch TV. I, I just don't.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that Elmo story was amazing. Remember how much I went on about that, the guy that, Yeah. That, was just, I can't remember the guy's name. That's the worst part. All I can tell you, but I can tell you his entire life history. I can't remember his name, but I can tell you he grew up in Baltimore. And you know what? I can hear the X's of the buzzer going off in the background, like I'm mean, getting these things wrong. <laughs> but, anyways, um, that I did, he, uh, came from an impoverished family that worked really hard. His father was a factory worker and that he was in love with Jim Henson and he met him because his family saved money for him to go on a uh, school trip to New York. And he called the guy that ran the Muppet Studios just so he could find out what kind of fabric they used to make the puppets, or to make the Muppets, and he... what, What this material was was, like, this thing that he had never heard of, and when they said the name, like, they went through this big build-up I'm doing right now, and then he says, it's this new fabric called fleece. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god, the Muppets are all fleece! Like, it must be really (laughs) hot to keep your hand in there that long. But, you know, it was just, that, and that was the beginning of how just amazed I was at this story. And again, would have never found it. If I had Being Elmo was the name of the documentary, I'd have never found it without, you know, just perusing Netflix one day. I will
1: watch that. It's
0: amazing. It's amazing. It'll make you cry. I cry at
1: everything, man. I I do. I'm just a crier.
0: Check you Farley's honesty moment. (laughs) I I cry at the dumbest stuff. I cry. I I I really do.
1: It's because I have kids now, and I just cry at everything. I'm serious. I just can't help myself.
0: Let's, let's move to the next one. <laughs> let's move to the next story. Nintendo. And Nintendo is... It's time. They posted, they posted losses. And really, I mean, though they still have a bunch of franchise names, they're the same franchise names they've had since I was 12. I know, right? Like, I can't... try to think of a new... A new franchise name. Okay, um... Star Fox. But then... Then <laughs> I might have been, like, 17, 18. Uh, and that's it. I mean, they really don't have anything new. And that's what's killing them right now is because they're really focusing on the family-oriented, you know, casual market. And they're not appealing to the broader spectrum. And since their then equipment only appeals to a niche market, a niche market, I don't know, whatever, how that's pronounced.
1: Niche is fine. Yeah. I
0: don't know. But that (laughs) word with an N. Um, whoa, sounds horrible when I say it like that. We'll say niche. Oh! <laughs> the, the niche market seems to be counterproductive to them because they're not reaching enough people to buy this and because they're taking losses on so many things, which is, which is what most of the gaming companies do, actually. Most of them take losses on the console and make their money back on the uh, licenses for the games. But you can't do that if you don't sell as many games as you do consoles. And, you uh, know, a related story also on SourceFed, I can't remember where it is. I'll try and find it and link it. But um, PS3 and Xbox are going to try and outmode your ability to rent used video games because of that. Hmm. And they say it hurts their business model when you're not buying new games, you're just going in trading your old games and, you know, getting. Getting the uh, used game from GameStop and going home and playing it, and then going buy another one, but you never buy a new, a new game, so they're not getting the licensing fee. Right. That that kind of marketing is still keeping these guys who are complaining about that alive. If that's how they feel about it, GameStop is definitely killing Nintendo. <laughs> because I can buy a DS and never buy a new game again, and it, and I wouldn't. I mean, really, they're, they're a plug-it-and-play-it-yeah-send-it-back kind of video games. They are, for sure. They don't have a lot of replay value. Super Smash Brothers. The only thing on Nintendo that ever makes me want to keep it and keep going with it, because I like to play it against other people, that's it. There is nothing else. I'm like, oh, i got to play it with somebody else.
1: I can't even think the last time I played any type of Nintendo game.
0: Yeah, and that's really it's I mean... sad, isn't it?
1: But, but, you know, I have good thoughts of Nintendo because it was like in the beginning, that's the, that was the new stuff, Nintendo, and so I have some kind of loyalty to it. But you're right, there's nothing really fresh and new to hook that next generation keep them playing.
0: Absolutely. And buying. You know what? what You remember, we talked about this being a problem with the game recently. I played a video game, not because I was in love with the content, but because I am loyal to the brand. Right. I played Star Wars just out of loyalty at the end i just kept making myself play a lot of people i kind of feel like play nintendo like that like they they own nintendo because they want to stay true to you know their childhood
1: oh for sure definitely and right now like my kids my daughter will play what the connect what is that the connect the connect is that is that is that its own brand
0: well, no, it's Xbox. Xbox owns Xbox, owns there Sony. you go. Okay,
1: Xbox. That's all my kids know is Xbox. They have no idea what Nintendo is or anything like that.
0: And the Kinect is great because you're not going to fling a remote through your television. Right. And it's it's you don't have to touch it. You don't have to do anything to it. You just put it there. You never touch it again. And they dance or sing or jump or run. And if they get out of their spot, it says, "Oh, oh, the game's not working. Come back to where you were. Come back to where you were. We can't go until you come back to where you were. And then they come right back into this little box. It is literally an invisible playpen for your children all day. Yep. And it's it's amazing. And that is where technology has come. Nintendo, I just don't feel like, has been keeping up.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, I, I honestly.
0: So, I, I don't know. If it's the end, of sad to see them go. But I, a big part of me feels like they're doing it to themselves. Huge Maybe part of me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They do need a new following. They really need to revitalize that group. Yeah. So they can have that loyalty back, but I, I would be really sad to see them go as well.
0: an era. Look at Sega. Sega had a franchise name. Oh,
1: yeah, I remember that. They,
0: they went down the toilet. Mm hmm. Well, let's talk about our last story, and then we're going to do my cool thing at the end. Okay, so our last story is Sispa. We're not going to get too deep into this. But, <laughs> but uh, Sue so thought this was really funny. So during the SourceFit video, first off, they're dressed as dinosaurs, which is funny. But. Somebody you you say this every time I mentioned or we talked about this video, so I'm gonna give you a chance to say it. What what does the constitution say this is?
1: Dick move. That's what the constitution says.
0: <laughs> One of the guys in the video quotes that's a, there's a there's the wording for this in the constitution, dick move. And mm-hmm. Sue's loved that. So this is cracking me up. Basically boiling it down, what Cispa is saying it can do, but the vagueness of the bill lets people do and why it's people are in such an uproar. Is, hey, I'm not against this bill. Which upsets people we know, like Dre thinks um, Dre thinks Google is kind of an evil company. I'm on the other side where I don't think they do anything malicious I, by gathering information. Even though I know that's the new, you know, oil of today, I realize that you know, I, in my opinion, it's a bubble market. Eventually, it's going to burst. It's not going to be worth anything because of course everybody has a way of gathering information, and it's infinite. So eventually, it loses value. But that's my opinion. Um, in the same sense. I don't have a problem with CISPA doing this because... uh, If they fix the wording. Because I don't mind that they share information with the federal government if I am actually committing something that is against national security. An act that endangers billions of people, thousands of people, hundreds Mm. of people. However you boil it down, if I start sending emails about committing murder, I... I don't mind that I get caught because my emails are monitored every time I want to murder someone. Now, I do have a problem with I could kill that guy and the next time the FBI shows up at my door. Like, they take they take the, the president threats. Um, they have to take them seriously, everyone, no matter how small. I get that. But some of them are like, oh, you know, people say horrible things about, I'm not going to give an example because I don't want to get shut down by right, the Secret right. Service, but people say silly things involving hurting the president in a rhetorical manner. And the next thing you know, you know, Secret Service is all over them. Um, that has been uh, a fear for a lot of anti-government people for a while, but now this bill says, as a website or as any internet service whatsoever, uh, I can take your information and provide that information to the government and stop you if you're about to do something horrible that threatens the nation. Now, the other part of it, it also says it can share that information with other uh, services. But that can be vague. Like, I kind of feel like you eating Carl's Jr. cheeseburgers is, is a threat to national security. So I'm going to email all this information to Burger King. Because I think saving the nation involves us making get Burger King get more sales. I mean, it really is that stupidly vague. Right, right. And that's kind of the problem with it. I I don't have a lot of fear. Like, the piracy act was a little vague. Like, And I'm not going to say I'm innocent of any act of piracy, but the acts I'm guilty of are so minute. Some of them, uh, one of them in particular, was unintentional. Like, I had no idea this had happened, and I was so pissed. First off, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm not a big fan of the Boardwalk Empire. I've seen The Sopranos. It ended. That's how I feel about it. And I know it's going to get a lot of hate from people. Um, someone used my wireless to download Boardwalk Empire and uh, and season one and two of Boardwalk Empire. And when I got a uh, notice from my provider that that had happened, I was outraged. Because I, there's no way I would steal this garbage. And then, hmm. I, and then I said to them, not only that, all of the information you turned on, all my hardware and security you turned on is still in place. Guess what they told me? It's still my fault. Hmm. So I did some research. And um, are you familiar with Fios? Verizon? Mm-hmm. Verizon Fios. Verizon has a an internet service called Fios. And with very little searching, I'm not going to tell you where to look, you can look this up and find it yourself, but there is a... Program with very little effort. I found that if you just drive around looking at the names that they pre-program into your router, right, and tell you you don't have to mess with it's secure, that pre-programmed name has an algorithm directly corresponding to the web key. Hmm. Do you see what the weakness there is?
1: Do say. Do explain.
0: So all I have to figure out is the algorithm used to derive. The web key from the name that I that everyone publicly can see, and then I input the name, and it gives me two options to put into your router, and one of them works every single freaking time. Hmm. So I changed not my not my name. I left my name the same. I changed the web key. I put it in. I made sure that my web key looked nothing. Like the web key it gave me and then I made sure it was a, a series of numbers I could remember. And my god, it was retarded the next day when I was telling my you know, I told my dad. And he's like, Well, we've never had a problem with it. I was like, I'm in your I'm in your, your files right now. And he's like, What? And I was like, You didn't give me your key, I didn't go look at your router, I'm on your internet right now. Hmm. That is how Upsetting it was for me. First off, I would watch this garbage, and second, you put a security flaw you're going to hold me responsible for on the shit. <laughs> yeah. Did that get worked out? Hell, hell yeah. They they said, oh, we did not, know. we were not aware of that. Sure you were. <laughs> you can see me downloading the Boardwalk Empire two seasons through my network, but you have no idea this program was available on every freaking format on the pl- phone. Your tablet, your computer, your shoes. Just upset me so much. Piece of garbage. But Cispa's is vague like that. It it leaves you vulnerable, and they can share your information. You just claim anything is an act uh, to just give your information between private companies. And that that's a problem for me.
1: So you're for, against, indifferent as it currently stands? I
0: am, as it currently stands, I'm against it. I am for okay. it if they adjust the vagueness of the wording to be a little bit more ironclad
1: isn't that something that they're continuing to do though they're always working on the wording and whatnot.
0: well if it goes into um the patriot act is a good example of this the patriot act has some very vague wording they always promise to go back and fix that never went back I mean hell if it ain't broke don't fix it I can go get anybody I want now I mean <laughs> why am I gonna mess with that you know I mean people hate it but if you try and do something about it you disappear I mean, that's mm. as silly as that sounds. The, the wording in the Patriot Act can be can be that vague. The only thing they did in the Patriot Patriot Act that people were outraged about and we're going to try and rip it down were, was the um, there was wording that didn't state who enemy combatants were. So the wording got changed to no, no U.S. citizen can be considered or held on U.S. soil without uh, without their rights. Hmm. Yeah, so that's eventually what got changed in it. But CISPA's thing is anything. Anything that can be considered a national threat, you know? And then that comes down to, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but counterfeit goods. Like, you know, you go, you buy a knockoff bag or knockoff tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Supposedly that um, funds terrorist organizations overseas. So your purchasing habits of um, accessories could be considered national security. See, see how how messed up that is. And then you get full oh, yeah. emails from from companies you've never heard of because they've been sharing your information.
1: Exactly, I hear you.
0: So yeah, I got a, I got a real problem with that. That's really. I, I went really dark. This is a really low point. Let's pick it back up, shall we? <laughs> I have something I want to read. I'm going to. Uh, first off, this is not. If you're listening to this at work, it is not safe for work. Um, it is an article. And we um, get to the article.
1: Yeah, an article I haven't heard yet.
0: And you can you can read along if you like, but I'm going to narrate it in my announcer voice. My smooth... I like to call this my Old Spice guy, but really I'm nowhere near uh, Mustafa. He's That guy is the shit. Alright, so I'm going to read this in as serious a tone as I can. And it's very funny. But, again, it's not appropriate for children or safe for work. So if if you're easily offended, this is the part of the show you want to shut off. It's funny, but it could, it could really upset you. And I'm going to link to the to the, to the thing in the show notes, the uh, the address. It's very important you know, though, that this this story has no inappropriate pictures. So you can go and look at it if you want to read it. And that's fine for work. Here Are you
1: going to floor me with
0: this? You're going to laugh. I think you're going right. to laugh, but I think you're going to be taken back so much. <clears throat> okay, here we go. This is from Kotaku, and let me find the uh, the author's name. This is from the Kotaku website, uh, Game Face, and it's by uh, Mr. Kirk Hamilton uh, from April 30th, 2012. He posted it at 3.31pm. I-, I guess that's my time. And here we go. <clears throat> Fake Gamer of the Week. Little girl who just found porn on her brother's DS. Oh, little girl who just found porn on her brother's DS. I'm so sorry this happened to you. On behalf of brothers everywhere, I apologize. When your big brother got a 3DS, you were so excited to inherit his old DS that you didn't even think about clearing out the internal memory. Why would you? What kind of person would put porn onto his DS in the first place? Is that even Impossible? actually it says isn't that impossible who would take the time to figure out how to do that let alone go through with it and is that a hockey puck how did that lady even do that (laughs) first of all (sighs) yes that's a hockey puck I don't know how she did either secondly let me tell you something about 13 year old boys they'll put porn just about anywhere The space between their mattress, the clothes hamper, and the guest room closet. These places are only the beginning. They have hidden porn in places you can't even imagine. At least a couple of nooks and crannies around the house, taped onto the inside of Mom's furniture catalogs, digital copies, hidden in repartitioned hard drives, and yes, even on their handheld gaming systems. I'm just sorry you had to find this out this way, little girl who just found porn on her brother's DS. And furthermore... I'm sorry your brother is experimenting with NHL-themed horse porn, rather than attempt to tell you some of the ways it could be worse. I'll just say this really sucks. And then I'll immediately regret my choice of words. I mean, here you are, with all your friends around in the early phases of what will surely be a really fun slumber party. You guys were going to order pizza, maybe watch a movie. And now you're in a quandary, quietly wondering if you should show them your discovery? Or close the DS and never speak of this again. Better take a closer look just to be sure you're seeing what you think you're seeing. Yep, that's a horse's leg, all right. All right, and that is...
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> that is uh, a little girl who just found uh, porn on her brother's DS. I love this so much. There's another one I did, uh, I read this Summer, who's my, who's my wife, um those of you who don't know, that is um, enthusiastic God, God, I can't remember the name of it now. But these, these are super funny. And when read in a serious tone like that, it it was so much funnier. But this one just knocked me out. Because I remember being a 13 year old boy. And if I had a DS, by God, by God, I'd have been like, look what I found this last night on the internet. Do you know they can even do that? That is so bad. Yeah, I know it's horrible. It's horrible. And what's worse is, did you did you click on the link yet? Uh, I haven't clicked on any links. Click, click on the link. It's the last link I sent you. Look at this little girl's picture. This, the, there's a picture that illustrates the little girl finding this, and wh- that's what he's referencing to the early stages of the slumber party. It is, it is without a doubt, just it's just an epic face shot of this little girl. And if if you look very closely behind her. There's a little girl that seems to be discovering what she just discovered also. Like, she is shocked as well. What is that? Oh
1: my goodness.
0: Do you see her body? Oh my goodness! What do you have there? There's a second shot as you scroll down and the other little girl behind her is gone. And she is more intensely face down in this thing like, What have you done to me? Oh yeah, that's horrible, man. What have you done to my life? I hate you, Brad. Oh! Here, oh! When I scroll down, here's the name of the thing: enthusiastic guy with incredibly supportive girlfriend. That is uh that is that's funny too. I might do that one next week. The problem with that one is it has a lot of pictures in it, and, and the pictures are kind of key to what's going on. That's funny. It's right, ta-
1: horrible at the same time. <laughs> horrible!
0: Horrible! I really like that. Uh, all right. Well, what do you? Anything you want to talk about before we go? Ah oh, no, that's about it. We're an hour and eight minutes in. I guess when we cut this up, it'll be about 40. Very 40, nice. 45, something like that. Alright, I don't have to cut up too much, because this awesome new mic. I cannot say enough about Uh, alright, well, I guess that's it. I am Chuck... Whoa, there's a cat! Holy crap, I do not mean to interrupt my sign off there, but the, the cat came out of nowhere and almost cut the show off. Oh, no! Yeah, like I caught her just before she hit the space bar and would have stopped recording. Um, <laughs> alright, well, I am Chuck Ufarley. Uh... I guess we're, we're leaving now. I don't know why it was such a big emergency, but I want to say yeah, goodbye. Yeah, well, this
1: is Suze. You didn't even introduce me I right. I did!
0: Somewhere. I think our friend used to Karis and then Suze.
1: Charis and then Suze. They can call me Suze. I'll be Suze now.
0: This is the ever-talented, ever-effervescent, super-beautiful, insightful, and mm-hmm. world's second-best mother to my wife. <laughs> and mother. Suze. There. How's Seems, that?
1: That, that's me. Yeah, that's that works. Yeah, I'll go with that. And
0: you don't have any boys, so you don't have to worry about this. This <laughs> is horrible little quandary this little girl has I happen. know, right? Right? You're good to go. Yes. I, on the other hand, am never going to let uh, my sons hand down their DS's to my daughter. <laughs> so. <laughs> All Wise. right. So, uh, if you want to reach us, uh, comments, questions, if you got an idea we should talk about on the show, you can reach us at rumheroes at gmail.com. That is rumheroes. They're And for people that don't know how to spell heroes, and I'm not picking on anyone, heroes is spelled H-E-R-O-E-S. Because I got a lot of hate from somebody who's like, you weren't clear about the spelling of it. And I was like, well, it's rum heroes. Well, rum heroes isn't a real word. All right, you win. You win. Rum heroes is not a real word. (laughs) so
1: it's a hard word so yeah i can see so it.
0: heroes H-E-R-O, h-e-r-o-e-s yes. plural it's a made-up word and it's our email address it's also who we are uh, so that's it uh wait and that's because it's named rum heroes because and what is your preferred drink ma'am rum and coke rum and coke and i too is also my favorite drink so we are rum heroes all right well that is it that is the show i am chuck you e. farley that is sue's super effervescent uh super mom saving the planet every day Mm-hmm. and uh, my wife who is in the background she might have fallen asleep but is, she is also our host occasionally she did show Zero with me so a special thank you to her and thank you from all of us we will talk to you next week bye Fuck for fuck for fuck, fucking fuck MC name. I don't need a goddamn MC
1: name. I got nothing to hide. You got something to say? George Wansky doesn't need a fucking MC name. Fuck for fuck for fuck, fucking fuck, fuck MC name. I don't need a goddamn MC name. I got nothing to hide. You got something to say? George Wansky doesn't need a fucking MC name. What's in the name? Man, flow comes first. I'm never gonna curse that I get the worst when I roam the earth. It's a ridiculous coincidence that shows my worth You know my parents went and chose my MC name at birth